Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about self-acceptance. And how are you on that journey? I feel like the older we get, the easier it is to accept who we are. I feel like the Holly in our 20s was a little bit more, you know, wondering, well, why can't I do this? Or I wish I could do that. And although I still do these things, it's just not as frequent. It feels like a bit more of a journey as we accept oneself a little bit more fully. I do believe that when we can accept ourselves, we can accept others when we can get to the root of judgment and hurt, we can love better. I'm going through a book right now about uh, getting rid of the judgment in our life. (laughs) That's a mirror if I've ever seen one. It's nice to think that, oh, I don't judge anybody, but then you realize, oh, I also judge myself on top of it. So how are you with accepting yourself? What kind of things have you done to be able to embrace yourself a little bit more fully? Uh, text message here from Sarah, 905-338-1250. She says, agreed. I accept myself more today than I have ever in my life. There is beauty in the flaws and I'm learning to embrace it. Ah, it's so true. You know, our flaws make us who we are. Gives us something to work on. Can you imagine if we were all perfect? What a boring life that would be. So what are some of those things that you are doing to find a new level of self-acceptance? I love this text. It's from Paul. He says, I just remind myself God created me and he is the great creator. I can't be that bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I must be doing all right. God created me. There you go. Full stop. End of story. Lots of ways for you to join in in our conversation, whether you use the radio, AM 1250 on the dial. I know most of you listen to us that way, but thanks to technology, you got your apps, your smart speakers, streaming at joyradio.ca. Lots of ways for you to hear the incredible uh, ministers and speakers, the music, all of that you can find so much easier in this day and age. It's kind of a blessing, isn't it? Well, sometimes in life, we have to have some hard conversations, and especially as there might be aging relatives in your family. Also, you as whatever age and stage you're at. I know for me, having kids, we keep saying, oh man, we got to get that will written. But there's so many other things that I didn't even think of just to start talking to even my own mom about. She was one that brought it up, actually. She was like, how's that will going, Holly? Uh, I got mine. Also things to talk about power of attorney, outlining medical wishes in a living will. Honestly, until my mom started bringing this up, I didn't even know a living will was a thing. Um, And she's already started to say about some of the things that she would like us to do. For example, long-term care. Is this something that she wants, not want? Um, The sharing of passwords. I have a friend whose dad created a book. (laughs) And in this book, he's super organized, has passwords for everything, all of their bank accounts. Like, he is ready. And I just thought, wow. I mean, it's a lot of work. And it's something that we should all just naturally have. And yet we don't. For someone like me who can't remember passwords even to my email accounts half the time and I've got these password um, vaults, it's important to have these things that are accessible so that, you know, as we age, 
we have all the tools and things we need to make sure our family is taken care of. And then I think too, just like reassuring our family members, like, you know, we're here for you and just finding ways to support them as they need the support. So definitely some hard talks even happening in my own family. I don't love them. I don't like the fact that we've got aging parents, but we do. And honestly, the wisdom that I'm getting from them now in conversations is such a massive blessing. So just add this to that conversation list and here we go. Let's do life together. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about your favorite ways of being able to give in this particular season as 18.5% of those specifically in Toronto are dealing with food insecurity. So that's one in five. And I'm going to guess it's not just in Toronto. It's in the GTA. Uh, I know there's lots of different food banks and different centers that are just saying, hey, we have seen an increase in people needing our services. We need help. So how are you helping your community? I know that for some, it's doing the little things. So maybe the little free pantry project might be right up your alley. Um, You can go to torontolittlefreepantriesproject.com say that five times fast Uh, to get information. Maybe this is something that we can do in your community, whether you're in Mississauga, Oakville, uh, Brampton, Burlington. Maybe these are something that we can do, you know, elsewhere. So what are some of those things that you have done in the past or present to be a part of the community? Producer Mike, I know you have a heart for the community. Mm. And I know you've done some pretty incredible things in the past. I've done some volunteer work. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a couple of things here and there, he says. Wipe the dirt off my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What are some of those projects that just resonate with you? Mm, Working with youth. That was always something really important to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to volunteer with a group here in Oakville. We did, uh, it was mental health support for uh, people with mental health and addiction concerns, specifically kids like 16 to 24. Yeah. Uh, so I was really passionate about that. We did like International Overdose Awareness Day a few years. Uh, oh, wow. emceed that downtown Oakville here. Okay. Yeah. So um, I don't, what is that? It's uh, serving the community, the local community, what I see in my own backyard. Yeah. And helping people uh, that I would consider my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Because it does say, love your neighbors yourself. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I uh, love the ways that people are just getting very creative. Uh, I know some of you love to knit and you love to sew. And I've seen those different random kind of like, oh, like the flash mobs. But it's, you know, suddenly there's these scarves just popping up on random places. And they're there for the taking. Not lost. Somebody made them. And there's all these little sweet notes with encouragement and saying, hey, if you need a sweater, if you need this scarf, if you need this toque, if you need these mitts, you take them. And I love that. It's just meeting people in an anonymous way and supporting their needs. And this year, more than ever, especially as temperatures get colder, there's going to be a lot of ways, guys, for us to be able to give back. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking saving tips. Already some really great ways and examples at 905-338-1250 from counting coins and bills that coming in from Peter saying he's got a jar at home, puts all his coins and bills in there when it's loose change. And with that money, uh, quite often after a few months, he and his wife can go out for dinner. So there you go. It's not coming out of your regular account, just on the excess. So that's a fun idea. Producer Mike, any... uh, 
saving savvy tips that you got? Well, the first one that came to mind is just <laughs> take it easy on the takeout. Yeah, right? Oh, man, that adds up quick. And especially there's so many apps out there on your phone that can, mm-hmm. you know, they just entice you. Like, you yeah. could have this hamburger delivered to your door. Yes. But it costs, you know, a good 20% markup there, and then you've got delivery fees and a mm-hmm, tip, and mm-hmm. now you just spent $25 on a cheeseburger. That was two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so value anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also this app that I use, and uh, it, it I use it on my computer. It just scans for, like, discount codes. Yeah. It's the odd time that I am doing uh, online shopping. It finds, you know, saves me 10% here, 15% there. And, yeah. Uh, I used it buying shoes the other day. It was really handy. Nice. Yeah. As they say, a penny saved is a penny earned. Yeah. And and I don't know, it's something too. It makes you feel like you got a good deal and gets the endorphins going. Yeah. Like, woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> it was about hunting. <laughs> yeah. The thrill of the catch. Now it's thrill of the deal. Uh, here's another one for you to minimize restaurant spending. So that's kind of the same idea as uh, avoiding getting things delivered to you. So, Melissa, thank you very much for that little tip. Uh, this is from Stacy. She says, preparing for grocery shopping. Map out what you need and only get what you need. Fun fact, now most grocery stores are price matching. Oh, okay. So you can go to a store. Um, I've actually done this before where I just was like, cheapest price on butter. And then I got flyers popping up and found a really great deal on butter. And the place I went to price matched it. So Stacy, thank you. Uh, there are definitely ways that we can save here and there. And it doesn't have to be, you know, this big grandiose painful kind of exercise with lots of sacrifice. It can just be finding ways to pay less for things that you're already going to be spending money on. So keep those tips coming. Again, the number 905-338-1250. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here today on Good Company. If you love the conversation I had with Johnny or you want to hear it again, don't forget, like I said, you can have a listen to it for the Good Company podcast, and that's wherever you get your podcasts or by going to faithstrongtoday.com. Now, we've been talking also about training your brain as it's a good thing to do. You're never too young or too old to make sure your brain stays active and quick and sharp. So things we've talked about so far is mixing up your routine, um, and that could be even your daily routine. Maybe you have a cup of coffee and you read the newspaper and then you eat breakfast. Well, maybe start with breakfast in your paper, then the coffee. Okay, maybe maybe that's going too far. I mean, you got to start the day with coffee, right? Okay, producer Mike, you're young. Mm-hmm. Your brain's probably really quick. Oh, quick whippersnapper over there. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, generally, yeah. Okay, uh, how are you keeping your brain fit? Uh, you know what? Me and my friends will have conversations uh, on a regular basis, just trying to challenge our, our opinions, our views on things, mm-hmm. um, talk about social events, uh, current events, sports, uh, philosophy, Ooh. anything, right? Yeah. That sort of like gets you talking and gets you thinking differently. Yeah. Um, my grandpa used to say, the day you stop learning is the day you die. Ooh. So I feel like as long as you, you keep learning something yeah. and, and talking is the greatest way for me to learn. So Yeah. Amazing. Hmm. And it's important to hear different perspectives too. Yeah. You get to see things from other people's point of view. You may not necessarily agree, but it might allow you to see something in a different way, which is thus forcing your brain to 
think outside of the box you've created for it. Right. And you don't have to agree with something for it to be added to that inventory of mm-hmm. know, intelligence, right? Yeah. Um, it's just something you store away for later and, and helps you relate to other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So here we go. Producer Mike having brainy conversations with his friends. Um, lots of apps. I am seeing Ginny texting in at 905-338-1250. She says, I like to play games on my, my iPhone. Yeah, there's some really good games and games that will keep your brain sharp. And it's a fun thing to do, especially if you're just waiting. Why not do something to train your brain?